0: everyone and welcome back to the teacher cast it's been a long few months since i have recorded an episode due to the fact that i finished my pme finally yay and i now have secured a job with fourth class for the year so i'm absolutely thrilled to be kicking off the academic year with fourth class and see what it has in store for me but Today I am joined by the lovely Circa Coyle, who you can also find on Instagram at circle circa underscore EET. And I'm gonna let Circa do the introduction of herself. So I'm gonna leave you over with Circa.
1: Thanks a million, Haley, and congratulations. Thank you. Ella. I see you on Instagram and you're so, making such effort way more than I ever did in my classrooms. Oh
0: <laughs> I no, no like, don't say that, I absolutely love it and you know I'm trying to enjoy it as well because it can be a stressful time setting up your class so yeah I'm just kind of taking it in my stride and day by day and we'll see what happens when they, the students start coming in it might be a different story.
1: <laughs> no absolutely and your approach is so right you yeah. know and um, so yeah my name is Sir Coyle and I have taught for over 10 years in Qatar and Dubai I trained in the UK and I taught in Ireland as well for a short time. Wow! And yeah, um, it's funny. Anyone who's, who's listening, who is it like lives abroad? You always say like, I'll do a year or two, and then you're like, "Where did those 10, 11 years go to?" Oh, no, <laughs> so I still like there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I founded the I run the Empowering Expat Teachers Community, which for me, um, I set up after I got my second job because I found there was kind of no kind of open forum like a Facebook group that we could share openly share answers by different yeah. countries and um, and i actually left teaching in october uh, uh, to become an expat a uh, career and money coach and wow. a certified professional resume writer
0: oh my goodness that's a big change but I'd say like, it's all linked, isn't it? Because I suppose you start you start in a career and it also leads you through other paths. Like sometimes people see, oh, I'm gonna be a teacher and then I'm gonna be a teacher, you know, I'm gonna be stuck in that classroom say for 40 years. And it's not always necessarily the case. And I suppose you're living proof of that, aren't you?
1: Absolutely. And I think that's, I think it's so complex nowadays people to change career, mm-hmm. but there's always like an element that there's still like parts of each I definitely miss. Yeah. Um, i did actually i set up so i'm secondary trained um, okay. and i i originally did languages and i did english second language in Qatar, and i also um did my pg cert and career guidance and set up the careers department so i always loved yeah. working with like young people yeah. helping them you know choose their subjects that suit their abilities and their goals and you know writing their references helping them with their personal statements yeah. so it's, i always did it kind of in secondary school anyway and now yeah. i've kind of branched out to adults now yeah. but i still work with young people too mm-hmm. but it's definitely all linked
0: I know where I went to school anyway, they had like um, like a, it was called a glueish team. And basically when you're in fifth year, you helped first year settle into school. And I suppose I feel like those kind of skills, you know, they're definitely, you know, something that a teacher has. But I really feel that if you do enjoy helping people, you always will find the path you know, even furthermore and make it into your career, which is so exciting. But I love the fact that you made the expat teachers community there that you mentioned, because I actually lived in Canada for two years circa. I don't know if you know that. And yeah, and when I lived, I lived in Toronto and they have like the, it's not for teachers now because at the time I hadn't done my PME, but I, you know, those Facebook pages are really, really helpful to fi- find yourself on your feet, to fi- meet, meet a friend or, you know, to find accommodation or to link up with people of a similar mindset. So, I mean, for you being the person that set this up, have you made friends and, you know, how have you benefited from, from such a group? Yeah,
1: definitely. I actually have met people through it. Uh, And some of my friends actually knew me from, we'd say social media before they met me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same with me
0: for Instagram. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's it's such a funny one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's been so great, especially even to find like answers to questions that you don't know or the group are brilliant. Like there's about 13,000 future and current expat teachers on it. And they're so great and helpful like with sharing their knowledge and sharing their tips. it is such a great way and even like through that you can like get the private message if it's something you don't want to mention on the group about a school or whatever you know what I mean so
0: yeah it's brilliant and would this be just solely for Irish people or for is it also would you have a lot of people from like the UK as well how would that work
1: yeah it's uh, for every teacher you have to be ideally qualified because I know some teachers um who are technically sorry they're still qualified but maybe it's like doing the celta where it's teaching english as a foreign language okay. and i'm like, it's not every like international school will accept that they, will, they need to have like the pme or you know H Dip, the old Dip, yeah. or the P C in the uk yeah. so i do a lot of the information would be different if you're going for a language school we'll say rather yeah. than international private school so yeah. i i tend to stipulate that they have should be fully qualified really
0: right okay and you mentioned there that you were in um qatar and dubai tell me tell me more about that i'd love to hear about like where you went first and what you thought of both places because i do have one of my best friends who i have had on the podcast now she doesn't have any social media that she like you know that's public but she's actually in qatar and like that she's a secondary school teacher and i have i i know i've seen lots of people um like i know nadine Muntor and she's over in dubai and you know it, it looks really exciting but i find that from what I've seen online because I've never been to neither of the places but it looks like Dubai will be a little bit more fast-paced but maybe I'm wrong and I'd love to hear more
1: yeah you're absolutely right I love
0: Qatar Does, does does your friend or the does she like Qatar your friend who's based there yeah she does but she she only went to Dubai um she only went to Dubai on holiday so she's not taught there but yeah so far so good like from from stories that I've heard you know they're quite big schools Um, they separate boys and girls in their teaching Um, you know it's very very different to you know the teaching style over here you know in terms of how the schools are set up now I'm not sure if all schools in in Qatar are like that Um, but like I know that Qatar have the world cup this year so even their Mm -hmm. academic calendar year looks different so and I was like god I I'd love to go over there and see what it's like for a football game I'll come over and take advantage of that
1: <laughs> yeah 100% I love Qatar and um, actually just to interject there I think some of the schools where you have local Qatari students they might separate them okay um, yeah when I was there they were mixed okay. but I know it depends on like the school was more local i been international Um, I absolutely love Qatar and best four years of my life like yeah. I think like I was 25 and I moved there and bear in mind we just had had the recession in Ireland we right. still were in the recession you know there wasn't very many jobs it was like a very depressing time you know like yeah. people you know it was a really depressing time Um, similar to the housing situation now unfortunately but it's for the other reason there's not enough you know as opposed to people having got the money and yeah. um, and I was just so excited like my aunt had always had been a nurse in the gulf for like many years she'd been in Saudi Oman so I always had a positive impression so okay. I never you know some people are you know are a bit dubious or they heard like stereotypes and they're a bit like cautious yeah so I was so excited to go because yeah. you know it was a good package I could travel every holiday mm-hmm. and it was a totally different experience It had my own apartment like I was this is amazing so wow. I absolutely loved Qatar and I loved the fact that it was small like yeah I definitely yeah. found I was lost when I moved to Dubai okay. um it was so much bigger yeah Dubai is huge it's much bigger than Qatar and Qatar yeah. the community was kind of small everyone knew everyone which I really like I know some people don't like that yeah I really like that
0: yeah it's um, kind of like a community like a family because I've heard yeah. about the brunches and you know yeah. like like my friend was saying like all the um like even their living arrangements now that she's she's living with a few people from like Northern Ireland and the UK mm-hmm. as well so um yeah like I mean I it, it just seems like They all really rely on one another and it's it's a very kind of supportive and inclusive um you know living arrangement as well it's not and she went over on her own similarly Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah no you're really well looked after as well and i find um but yeah so i love the fact that you know i knew the local person in the coffee shop i love all that and that was very much they know your order (laughs) yeah i do i love that i love and actually i made the best friends out there and i'm still in touch and you know to this day and we still reminisce we're like, god that was a great time because we are all Mm -hmm. you know in our mid-20s and it was such a great experience yeah and and I then absolutely loved it and then I moved back to my master's in London and I kind of I missed like the sun and I missed like tax-free living and all that so you know I'm going to go back and I actually applied to go back to Qatar a second time because I loved Qatar and I got a job there all ready to go but unfortunately back then Qatar had these archaic labour laws that my the owner of my school, who was a local, he could ban me from working for another competitor for two years after I left. Right. So I wasn't able to accept it. So was then I actually, the in, Dubai was like my second option, which is right. so not most people's stories. They're always like Dubai first, and then Qatar is like Plan B for yeah. me. I was like, I don't want to go to Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually had to go to Dubai only because I couldn't get into Qatar. My the Sheikh wouldn't give me a permission. So, so I was devastated.
0: Was that then mm-hmm. like within Qatar you you were restricted or was that within like other countries as well or just, no, or just cities, Qatar. just Qatar? Okay, so you went to Dubai yeah. then and how long did you stay in Dubai for?
1: I'm, I still live there now. and I'm oh. actually up in Dubai. Oh, it's yeah. like a long time. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, yes. I'm
0: home for, you're on holidays. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I absolutely love Dubai. It took me a while to like it though, I have to say. Yeah. It took me a while to find my feet. So
0: how many um, years are you? you sp- know, Sorry, how many years are you are you here now? Are you there? Um I, I have to think about this. I think it's my sixth or seventh year in Dubai. Wow. okay.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And I did four years in Qatar. Yeah. So I yeah, I, I love it now, but I think um it is glitz and glamour for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um it seems like that from what I've seen.
1: <laughs> yeah. And but then someone's with that lifestyle when it's glitz and glam and you know, very there can be elements that superficial, yeah. and, like, I think it's maybe sometimes harder to meet, like, true friends than I found in Qatar. Like, I, I feel like when I was in Qatar, like, if you were into that kind of lifestyle, you wouldn't go to Qatar, you'd go to Dubai, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of attracted me a different type of expat. Not, yeah. of course, everyone. You can't generalize everyone. Mm-hmm. But it just took a while for me to kind of, I think, find... Find my place in dubai yeah but now i'm there i love it i'm so glad i stuck it out like i was i wasn't happy for the first year i'd say yeah and um, i kind of stuck it out and i'm really glad i did
0: and what class levels or subjects were you teaching
1: yeah so i'm secondary trained yeah. so i'm um like uk would be like year seven to year 12. okay or year 13 depending on the school
0: yeah and what subjects do you teach oh, sorry.
1: originally i did languages oh yeah um, sorry i taught spanish and then and, uh... but then when I moved to Qatar they asked me if I wanted to do English second language because I had done lots of English second language work mm-hmm. in summer schools and nice. I was delighted so I, I do English second language my master's in English second language wow and then I do career guidance as well
0: and have you done the TEFL course and would you recommend that or because I've seen that I've not actually done it or looked into it really myself but to
1: be honest I don't think uh, if you wanted to do it like as a career international school like teaching English a second language because there's actually GCSE in English Second Language, and there's, like, okay. exams. Like, IELTS, before, if you want to go to university, right. people who don't have English as a first language, they need to do, like, a it's like an English proficiency test, and it's quite tough, actually. Yeah. Um, I would say do, like, maybe a teacher qualification in modern foreign languages, because that allows you to teach, like, French or Spanish or German and English okay. to under-18s. Right. The TEF, if it's an online one, I mean... It's good to refresh your knowledge of grammar, but there's no practical element, mm-hmm. so it's not necessary.
0: Yeah. It's
1: kind of okay, you probably teach Irish, you know, like you go to the grammar and, you know, yeah. as opposed to English literature, which I, is a little bit different with
0: teaching. I know we were chatting before we clicked uh, record on this podcast episode and you were saying you love watching Reels on Instagram. And I was just mentioning that <laughs> like I was kind of getting, stepping my foot and bit into TikTok and that kind of thing. and But you know what I always find? I sometimes come across Reels where people are teaching English on reels and i and i'm like i don't even think about if that word's end word ends in a vowel or a consonant i'm like i just know it's it's so weird yeah. to think like but i'd be like that in irish you know i'd be like okay well sat takes a h on the next word but but not with dentals so like i i literally yeah i don't know i i i watch those videos and i'm a bit like overwhelmed myself so i can imagine how tough those english grammar courses if you're trying to teach english is quite difficult well, like I really like
1: I've taught locals all all the time I've been abroad. So yeah. in Qatar, I taught Qataris and actually had some um, Iraqi students and mm-hmm. Palestinian a student. And then in Dubai, I've taught Emiratis. Yeah. And honestly, I am so impressed by them for so many reasons. Like first of all, they're doing a curriculum well, in my first case in Qatar, they're do- working with like British kids who are like high ability and they're coming yeah. in with their second language with, you know, obviously yeah. you give some support, but essentially they're doing exams, academic English yeah. at the end of the day. So they might have eng- like colloquial English or spoken English, yeah. but it's not the type of English that will help them in their exams when they're reading their science textbook. You know, it's like a different level of English. So I'm always so impressed because yeah. they also have two like types of Arabic mm-hmm. as well. So in the Gulf, the student, local students, they have, like, their own dialect. is called Kaleiji, that they speak at home with their family, but it's not written. It's only ever spoken. But then you've got modern standard Arabic if they want to write it. So it's, like, two Arabics, and they've got two English types of English. You've got academic English, and you've got, like, spoken English. Right. I'm so impressed by them, because they go from classroom to classroom. Like They might have me, I'm Irish. Their ear has to adapt to my accent. Then they'll have a Scottish teacher. You know what I mean? So it's all English, but it's all very different English. They have an American teacher. They might have, like, a you know a teacher from manchester and i'm like so impressed at how they adapt their ear to all our accents yeah. i think they're amazing you like
0: know, I don't. it's exhausting like i think they're that's
1: fantastic. incredible
0: totally yeah. yeah i mean i couldn't imagine going from like class to class with like the you know even in irish like you have the different dialects like mm-hmm. i was up in the Gael talk there in Guidor and you know no. it's imagine why it's not imagine what you know <laughs> like yeah so of it's course. Funny. yeah you just get used to it though but yeah it can i can imagine like for them it be it's kind of a bit more extreme because they're swapping you know languages and you know there's di- even more diverse like accents like you know american to scottish to you know mm-hmm. an english accent or whatever mm-hmm. um so i suppose um we'll move on to the next bit about you know if someone that wants to go out and um, you know, find a job out in the UAE? Like where where would they look for school advertisements? Where can they find schools that are accepting teachers? And maybe if you want to chat a bit about the, the process that maybe you took and what you'd, you'd advise. Yeah, absolutely.
1: One thing I would say is that the process to like get a job abroad starts so much earlier than what we're used to like mm-hmm. in Ireland or, you know, UK or anywhere else. And um, basically from October, October before schools abroad start advertising, particularly in Asia. Um, And if you're going for a senior leadership position, they advertise earlier too. So I would say like the process from like September, I know it seems like, seems soon, but start like thinking about your goal, thinking about, you know, finding information about the different places and going on like the empowering expat teachers, for example, following all those expat teachers who are around the world um, and just kind of sussing out like, I'd never say rely on one place like Dubai is so popular, but there are like other options too. So I would definitely have like a plan ABC. Like do your research, have like a top three because mm-hmm. Dubai is fantastic. And um, however, because it's so popular, some schools don't necessarily feel the need to have good packages mm-hmm. in order to attract a teacher. Okay. So. That's just to be aware that you know have that in mind um and there's so many schools there and some are great and some aren't and it's just really do your research yeah. on that, i would say what, um so,
0: what's great about ahead. like you know recording podcasts i always find they do put like um A a date kind of stamp in the world, you know, this is going to be released in September 2022 where, you know, schools in Dublin particularly are struggling for teachers and, you know, it's not as if like, you know, the cost of living in Dublin, because rent's so expensive, it's extortionate, you know, so I mean across Ireland all teachers are paid the same there's no package deals it's it's not it's not the same Do you know it's you know you're you're all following the same salary sal- salary salary mm-hmm. scale and um yeah it's it's very interesting to me and I suppose to anyone listening like i suppose this is coming out at a really good time because there you know people are thinking a year ahead and you mm-hmm. know like like that finding the information but is there any like links or, or particular expat pages that you would highly highly recommend following i know you have your facebook group and i know mm-hmm. everyone can go and over to circus page circuit coil underscore eet to follow but is there any others that are like your go-to or some people that you've really admired that have done a good job at really sharing their story about you know being abroad
1: absolutely there's so for abu dhabi I've Still been checking here there's um Teacher called Kiva Forker, C A O I M H E, and Forker. Yeah, Yeah, and she's brilliant. She like goes through all things Abu Dhabi. She, you know, she's really fantastic. She answers questions. She's also like a travel blogger. And you also have Efa Clifford. She is also a teacher in Dubai. She shares lots of really great information.
0: Um, And And we can tag all the, or we can link all these in the description of this. Um, podcast episode, and also I'm I'm going to say it now because there are birds outside on the trees, and I have the windows open, and it's hot because I record up in the attic. So if you hear any background noise, I apologise in advance.
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be so nice to hear. Uh, the birds, and um, yeah, and there's like, um, also like you've got like there's like teacher teaching in Dubai, teaching in Qatar Facebook mm-hmm. group, and um, uh, there's also. Um, Teaching Abu Dhabi Facebook group. There's yeah. think yeah, there's international single teachers, international um educators. Yeah. I actually have a list of, of like tw- 12 different ways to find a job so that's like a PDF so I can share that link
0: with you as well yeah, if you want super, it down yeah. and anyone listening can, can have a little look and do you know what we'll also put on this episode circa is a questions box and maybe we could do a follow up um podcast episode and answer a few of the top questions that come through. but it's really good to know about you know how early and like the timeline of you know how schools advertise and where can find you can find that information I suppose for you when you were have you got any memories of when you were applying like do you remember like doing interviews at crazy hours in the morning because of the time difference or anything like that to share no it's so funny actually like actually i forgot to mention a big one is
1: Tes times education supplements are oh, right? they're yeah. like number one for finding jobs abroad so i, I actually found mine through Tes. my I, different interviews and mm-hmm. um, i remember <laughs> i I remember I actually would say go with your gut when you're doing interviews because mm-hmm. I know I got in offered a few jobs and just from like how the head teacher really treated me or I could tell they read my CV I was like oh this is the kind of school I want to go for Um, I guess like usual you know where you're like a bit zoom like where you have like you're dressed up on top and you got your pyjamas on the bottom
0: <laughs> or like
1: someone comes in and you're trying to like still stay focused on the interview and like trying to wave the person away <laughs> like from <laughs> the door because they're like interrupted there, you I oh, know
0: no. that's like the story of everyone's life during lockdown eh? <laughs>
1: yeah I know you're like trying to be calm there actually was one actually I interviewed at a school um, in China oh, wow. and China had a funny thing with Zoom Yeah, and I remember you he couldn't hear me and I couldn't hear we could see each other Yeah, but I think I'm pretty relaxed anyway so I was just like, like you can't get stressed like, that's just the way it is so I was like I had a like, post-it note or a big like quite bored and I was like writing messages to him and holding it up mm-hmm. and he was actually really impressed because actually when we started talking he said that was actually he could tell that I was good under pressure you know mm-hmm. like it actually showed so much about you as a person how totally. I, re- I reacted to that situation so yeah. that's what I a tip would be just be calm relax like tech issues happened. everybody yeah, totally. you
0: know give yourself the time you know a lot of people actually in the Gale Talk this year, because jobs in Ireland were released quite late this year. Uh, and my whole cohort were at the Gale Talk for like the, first, like the end of J- June, start of July. And all job interviews, everyone, like, so, I remember there was one girl in Guidor and she had to travel all the way back down to Cork for an interview because they wouldn't facilitate it online. But there was some others there that were being facilitated online. And that's such a trek, you know, for an interview. And also to like, leave it so late, that yeah. blows my mind
1: like I know international is early like from October onwards you know and then especially around December and January then the bulk start coming out but in Ireland it blows my mind like my friends are right here and they're like oh I'm not sure I think I have my hours or I think And I'm like it's July like you've I literally know. it blows my mind I don't know why yeah. and schools why are struggling. Can't be I don't yeah. know I honestly
0: people's lives are in hold because of this, I know, this... yeah I know and uh, schools are actually um they are struggling because they're subbing whatsapp groups because like I mean there was a sub shortage especially like January February of this uh, this academic year like 21 to 22 and I mean they're subbing groups now they're not even offering subbing it's not like a day here a day there it's like weeks you know parental leave or maternity could be a long term like all this kind of stuff and it's crazy but anyway that's a whole separate issue (laughs) And no. We could talk about that for ages.
1: You can even learn from that. Like, why are there not enough teachers? Like, yeah. what's the conditions that are forcing teachers to either leave or not go into it in first place? Yeah. You know, I think it happened in the UK, it's happening in America, there's gonna be a huge shortage and there's gonna be it's gonna hit the international scene in the next
0: few years as well. Yeah, but I think what's happening is is like Ireland has one of the highest, um highest teacher ratio um like student to teacher ratios and i suppose if we're trying to you know bring down our numbers per class like per teacher and we have like you know more skills being developed with our population growing and stuff like and we're not we're not we're not training more teachers well then it's going to be problems you know supply demand and even as
1: well sorry to have gone
0: off a bit. track but
1: (laughs) It takes for teachers to register. Like I know teachers come back from abroad and they're waiting for months to like get certification or get like recognised
0: with teaching Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. for us, we were fast tracked, which was great. Uh We're already registered under route one, which who anyone has, a t- uh, who was registered under route three is now registered under route one. Um, If they already had one, like, we were fast tracked, which was great. Like it was literally within 24 hours. Like I couldn't believe how fast it was because I have heard in the past that it's taken weeks and stuff you know months yeah yeah Yeah. so i suppose moving abroad then I, i know you're heading back is it next week to dubai
1: yeah, early September and mm. is there
0: anything that you know is an essential that you always pack in your suitcase or you stock up on that you can't get over there because I you know I know myself like when I moved to Canada like I brought a suitcase full of stuff and then I needed like double the amount coming back because I just gathered so much stuff um, it was a bit of a joke really I had to give some stuff away and all this kind of thing yeah. but yeah, because yeah. over there, I mean, that you have an extremely hot summer and extremely cold winter, so I needed so much stuff. But anyway, is there anything you – you yeah. is, like, your top thing to pack?
1: I definitely like sun cream from Aldi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a factor of 50, and it can be expensive over in Dubai and, you yeah. know, especially the name, bigger name brands, but Aldi's actually really, really good sun cream, so I stack up on that a lot yeah. because – not that I go out that much, but when I do, I'm, like, my face in that. Yeah. So factor 50, probably like uh, pennies like the usual. I love like the gym wear, stack up in gym wear, underwear pennies. Um, also
0: tea bags. I was about to say that. You know,
1: <laughs> we can buy them there. Yeah. Now. They're, it's brilliant. There are actually loads of Irish products are coming in. Amazing. But sometimes like they may run out and they're waiting yeah. for the next order or they're maybe a bit more expensive, you yeah. know, so... I stack up in usually
0: berries, tea bags. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm a lion's girl. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. my lion's strong enough, right I like uh, my tea litter. So, well, <laughs> I've seen, seen this thing where you actually, depending on the shape of your tea bag, so you know the way lines are like little pyramids? Yeah. And the berries are like circular. Apparently, yeah. you have to, depending on the shape of the I've seen this online somewhere where you have to like use your spoon and you have to dip it in a certain amount of times to get it right. I don't know. It, there's a lot of, like, technique that goes into tea. I think people can <laughs> row about that, you know. And, like, people even their tea bag in their mug and then not in their mug. I think, uh, yeah, everyone's so different and passionate, especially Irish people when it comes to their tea. I yeah,
1: know. I drank so much this summer, more than I'd ever
0: would. Yeah. In yeah, even, like, the shape of your mug, I feel, like, that that matters too. Like, mm-hmm. li- literally down to the fine details. Do
1: you put the milk in before or after?
0: Oh, I put it in... While the tea bag is in it, I used to actually oh, beat the tea bag yeah. and take it out. But then I'd always take it out and put it in the bin, and then I realised it's too milky, and I haven't, I haven't put yeah. the tea bag enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else, circa that you'd like to share before we kind of move on to the second part of the podcast?
1: Um, just really again reinforcing the start the process early. Get as much information. Never only use one way. To find a job i'd say to like give yourself the maximum exposure to as many jobs mm-hmm. employ like lots of different ways like go in different groups you go in tests you know yeah never like just give yourself like one way to find a job yeah. um and yeah then i suppose to start updating your cv and cover letter as well once you start looking and starting to see what the schools mm-hmm. are like
0: and yeah and is there any application like generally you know, the way in ireland you have your standard application form is there any specific forms that you need for qatar or dubai or is it all cv based it's kind
1: of all CV and cover letter based. Some schools will kind of ask you to it's kind of frustrating, but you'll have to like almost fill out their application online, which is essentially copying and pasting parts of your CV. Yeah. Yeah, it is frustrating, there's no one standard. But once you've got a really good CV and a good cover letter that sells you yeah. and kind of highlights your strengths, I suppose, yeah. that bit applied to anywhere.
0: Yeah, super amazing circa so i know you're a secondary school teacher and i do have people that listen to this podcast that are secondary school primary school i feel like the skills are transferable anyway and the ideas and that kind of thing and the methodologies etc etc are there any um like classroom top tips like if you have any to share that you know you i don't know you, you couldn't have this in your class or you know you couldn't teach without having this it's like a certain gadget or something or a display that you absolutely love
1: um, I I love Kahoot. I'm a big fan of Kahoot. I love okay. it, like for reinforcing. I love it for just a bit of fun. I love it for like just competition. Like I used to, I taught all boys in Dubai, and that, the competition element was like fierce. So that was always great to recap and to like actually reinforce. If you the quiz a few times, so I always want to get a higher score, and then right. subconsciously sort of remembering the information. And um, so I love Kahoot. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the classroom, I. I definitely love my Kahoot. I actually also love, for me, I guess it's because I'm to do with like the career guidance and like the career coaching, talking to students about what they actually want to do. A lot of times he spends like academics and getting through things, but actually for them to like to build self exploration, because mm-hmm. it's. I think it's so hard as a young person to, you know, choose your subjects for your degree, for your job for the rest of your life. And they're like fifteen. <laughs> you know, I it's know, like,
0: yeah.
1: you know so, so I think actually, I suppose a lot questions, you know, to them about mm-hmm. just to help them find their values, help them find out, think about their life goals, and uh, to think about like what they're actually good at, what they're passionate about,
0: yeah. you know,
1: and getting that's a sweet spot probably for like their future career if they're passionate mm-hmm. and they're really good at it. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, just having the time to connect with the students. And that, that's one thing I do miss since I left teaching.
0: Yeah.
1: Is not seeing the students on a regular basis and like mm-hmm.
0: just so talking to those
1: people. Really, yeah, yeah. That I do miss. Yeah.
0: yeah i i completely agree like i feel like when you make good relationships with with students you know you end up knowing what they like and what they're interested in and maybe you could you, you could tailor a reading comprehension towards that or you can include a bit of clip art in your you know yeah. in your um i don't know in your documents that you use or powerpoints or whatever and it really just grab their attention and it can become more meaningful for them you know something so simple actually, no but hey that's actually a really good point because that's actually
1: one tip i would give to teachers moving abroad if you end up teaching a lot of locals or teaching in like a government school where mm. it's all locals, all in your second language, finding something like, you know, the, because they follow a curriculum, yeah. you know, we say from the UK, if they're in a British school, it's all like, you know, John and Jane. With my PowerPoints, I'd like bring in like the local names, like Mohammed, Amira, just to kind of make it a little bit more like meaningful, you know, yeah. just to like reference, you know, falconry or whatever like stuff they're into, like Ed, yeah. uh, going to the desert as opposed to going maybe to the
0: beach the, mountains,
1: the grassy mountains yeah <laughs> exactly you know so yeah just sort of like bringing in the and the, I would say that that's actually really good like bringing context like we talked with the expo when we were in when I was teaching in Dubai we taught we talked so much about the world cup but when I was teaching kids in Qatar I tried to put it like everything took a meaningful context like imagine you're pitching an idea for the world cup and it's kind of mm-hmm. just makes it
0: a little bit more meaningful yeah and um, or we're making like a say you're doing like a media as a team and you were looking at advertising okay how would you advertise this in the world cup and yeah exactly. yeah, yeah that's so exciting it's
1: an so, so opportunity sometimes to actually express that creativity and yeah. ex, as a secondary especially with like exam pressure and exam technique yeah. and just allowing that time to be creative and think outside the box and a bit team building and yeah that i would say and yeah probably like just in the classroom, just be, aware research your students and just be aware that maybe some topics might be taboo when you're in the gulf yeah. you know so just be you don't want to like start yeah. off wrong wrong with you.
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: just be careful like pork or
0: other religions or something like that just like just be cautious just yeah. be aware totally yeah. um my next question for you circa is have you any funny teaching moments that you'd like to share um i know that you mentioned maybe because uh, obviously in We've chat about um, you know, maybe you have one but you don't know what one that you could share with the public or that kind of thing.
1: Well, yeah, there's so many. I guess because I'm teaching students within your second language, like where they use the wrong term or the wrong word, or because they watch like YouTube, they like throw in curses into the conversation. Oh and no. because they've seen it on TV or a lot of times they would replicate like bratty American sitcoms, like bratty kids, and they'd like react, and I was like, "That's not appropriate." And they're like, oh, "I saw a sticker." I'm like, "Yeah, nobody, you know, that's not appropriate oh, no, yes, to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, because the sitcoms would say this I word so it. much, I think it's like part of our slang. And I'm like, "Absolutely not." And yeah. even just getting like confusing they're using the wrong talking about gestures in the wrong context again like when it was like their secondary school so obviously they'd heard like something sexual and they didn't realize and they said it instead of what was correct and oh, I yes. had to say you don't say that it's like that's actually something sexual and other other students twigged what it could mean and then he didn't get it and then he did he was so embarrassed and apologetic and like all oh. I could do was like laugh he was he had no ill intention yeah. but I remember thinking oh my goodness, I never thought I'd have to say explain that to somebody
0: <laughs> I I completely would understand that because you know especially if they're watching something and they think they think oh that's what you say when somebody laughs yeah no (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah,
0: at least they're trying that's that's the main thing oh no
1: a hundred percent yeah it's but it's always so funny it's you can't get mad at all like they're just simple mistake we all make it I made it makes myself like speaking in french or spanish you know and everyone's like laughing because you said the completely wrong thing you know
0: yeah totally um circa is there any quotes that you live by oh yeah there are a few actually there are one in particular i really
1: like the one like what's for you won't pass you by yeah i, I think agree. That's an irish one and i really like that especially when it comes to like to relieving yourself of pressure and you're feeling nervous about a job interview or you know i always think yeah. once you've tried your best and given 100 like literally you know what's for you won't pass you by definitely yeah, totally. um, there's another one i love it's by hafez he is an iranian or well, it's an iranian i think philosopher and um, they say like if you go to iran like everyone will have a copy every local will have a copy of the quran their holy book like islamic holy yeah. book and a copy of his sayings hafez is h-a-f-e-z and one of them is i wish i could show you when you are lonely or in darkness the astonishing light of your own being mm-hmm. and that i think is really important yeah, yeah. just to like When you're feeling stressed or, you know, frustrated, it's like actually realize all the amazing things you have done. Yeah. And you know, even though you might feel you haven't achieved, you haven't done it yet. Or I think we're so quick, especially like I think as women actually high performer. Teachers teachers tend to be like high performers, particularly women, yeah, high achievers, you know, wanna do it all perfectionist and we really beat ourselves up. Yeah when Nothing is hundred percent. You're actually like, no. Like, take a second. You've done this, 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 and this. Like you're amazing. Like yeah. So harden yourself. Appreciate your yeah. successes. Celebrate the little successes. Yeah. You
0: know? And champion others around you. And like yeah, hundred you know, percent. Yeah. Help other
1: know. people see their own light.
0: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Do you have any questions for me? I, I I think you might have one or two, but I'm not I sure. I do. <laughs> and
1: I'm very interested to
0: hear. I get nervous. Yeah, I'm this nervous. Bit. So. And I, after I can tell
1: you why I asked you this question as well. So. Hayley, if you had a magic wand and you could introduce one or two new rules or laws in the world that everyone had to follow, what would they
0: be? I think one just comes to mind is probably be kind. Mm -hmm. Just so simple, but be kind. Like, you know, there's so many times I'm out in the public and like this has nothing got to do with like school or anything, but obviously we all go to school and you know, we learn and we, we, we gain our own morals and values and that kind of thing. But I think just like even simple things like holding the door for someone, thanking someone when they come through the door and they've, you know, you've held it for them, saying good morning to people, acknowledging them, you know, or, you know, asking someone, oh, do you need a hand with that? Or do you need some help? Or, you know, just offering or helping even, it's not even like that you have to go out your way. It's like, you know, like I just think little things like even i know like i know like in all parts of the world different parts of the world there can be some like you know drivers that d- never want to let the car in the in the lane and that kind of thing it's just like you know we'll all get there and the main thing is like being safe and it's just being kind to and to others and you know just being cognizant of that i think that's a, a ruler law that i would love everyone to follow yeah amazing cool. yeah. yeah i think we're gonna wrap up the podcast now um uh, circa. So I'm going to leave it to you to finish off and if you want to add anything else, but I just want to say thanks a million for joining me in this conversation and we will post a questions box. Um, if anyone has any questions at all about Katara Dubai, I'm sure there's hundreds upon thousands of questions because I know if I was moving away again, I would love to, you know, I probably have an endless list of questions, but um, yeah, maybe if they have a question, they can put it in the questions box and if you want to wrap up about where listeners can find you and yeah, I just want to say thanks again for joining me. Yeah,
1: no, thank you so much, Hayley, for inviting me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I'd say to anyone, yeah, definitely, like we mentioned, follow me on Instagram, uh, circuitcoil__eet. Um, join the Empowering Expert Teachers Facebook group. There's so much great information. You can use the search function and find out what other people have advised, other teachers have said. Um, I do, like, mini trainings every week on Instagram and face on, and the Empowering Expert Teachers Facebook group. Um. Yeah, really just uh, ask, 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 you know, look, do your research. Um, but definitely, yeah, join me for those. Like I do a like weekly mini, like live mini training. So that me group a way people to ask some questions. And I'd love to do a follow up podcast with any questions that people have. But honestly, I would say if you're even half thinking about going abroad, I would. Like at the most or the worst, it's only a few months or a year of your life, like I think it's such a great experience for everyone and just even to have like two-year contract where you don't have to pay rent even like how great would that be <laughs> you know so yeah I highly recommend it to everybody